Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Growing Up to Oneness in Faith. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today so thankful. Father, you are so gracious, so loving, so good. You loved us so much, you sent your very own son to the world. You showed us what love was really like. Father, we just thank you that that you sent us the Holy Spirit when Jesus went to be with you on your right hand. And he, he speaks in line with everything that you do, Father, and Jesus said, Father, we thank you that the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are in perfect unity, Father, and showed us the way. So, Father, we choose to do the same, to walk in unity in you. And we come to you today ready to receive what you have. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about growing up to oneness of faith. You know, adding years to our life should help us in growing up, and it does in natural things, but it's a whole different thing in the spiritual side. If you're 80 years old and not born again, you can't even start growing up in the faith. It's like saying you are the best player on the St. Louis Cardinal baseball team and you're not even on the team. If you've never been born again and saved, giving your life to Jesus, sorry, you are not even on the team. You can have a PhD, you could be president, or own a very, very, very large company. You could be respected by the world, but not on the Christian team. If you are on God's Christian team, we still have to grow up. Let's start today in Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 13 in the Amplified Bible. And his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers, representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. 12, and he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people, for works of service to build up the body of Christ, the church. 13, until we all reach oneness in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. Folks, God wants us to grow up and all reach oneness in the faith. That is not your church or my church. As this verse says, it is in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. In unity, folks, not divisiveness. But don't twist the truth. It's not unity in anything you want to believe. It's unity and oneness in the faith in Jesus. Ephesians 4.13 in the Good News Translation. And so we shall all come together to that oneness in our faith and in our knowledge of the Son of God. We shall become mature people reaching to the very height of, of Christ's full stature. My friends, God is telling us to all come together to that oneness in our faith and in our knowledge of the Son of God, Jesus. How disappointed Jesus must be seeing people put their denomination before him. Let's all be one in Christ, praise God. 
Now I want to read more from this chapter in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4 in the New King James Bible. Walk in unity. Verse 1, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, to with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. Folks, part of growing up is walking worthy of our calling, living clean, and to bear with one another in love. 3. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. My friends, we are to keep in unity in the bond of peace with other Christians. No matter what day they go to church, no matter how they take communion, no matter what songs they sing, as long as they confess Jesus and preach the commandments of God, the Word of God, living clean, not perverted, we are to keep in unity. 4. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Five, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Six, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Now let's go to verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Folks, one of the signs of a lack of unity is all the folks out there who won't listen to the folks listed in verse 11. They are rebellious and won't go to church or won't listen when they do go. They have self-unity. Verse 12, For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. 13, Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to be a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. My friends, there it is again. God is all about us coming in unity in the faith in Jesus Christ. 14. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Folks, again, this is a unity in the truth in Jesus Christ. Not the manufactured for the flesh, Jesus, that many of the end times revelation churches have produced. One that changed God's definition of marriage and slaughter innocent babies for their convenience. Don't be deceived by the devil's churches. God's people are not going to have unity of faith with the devil's people. We're talking about unity in Jesus Christ. 15. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. My friends, everything we do must be done in love, including speaking the truth. 16, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Folks, when we all do our part for the body of Christ, the body grows. The new man, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. Verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. 21. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus. 22. That you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 24, 
and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. My friends, contrary to what you hear from some churches and TV preachers, we are called to put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Let's say that last part again. In true righteousness and holiness. Verse 29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. 30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. 32, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Folks, this is all part of walking in love and forgiveness. Let's close today in Ephesians 4, 13 and 14, the Amplified Classic Bible, that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God, that we might arrive at really mature manhood, the completeness of of personality which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, and the completeness found in him. 14. So then we may no longer be children, tossed like ships to and fro between chance gusts of teaching and wavering with every changing wind of doctrine, the prey of the cunning and cleverness of unscrupulous men, gamblers engaged in every shifting form of trickery in inventing errors to mislead. My friends, let's all choose to keep growing and walk in oneness of faith in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. You are a God of unity. You showed us the way, Father. But we can't have unity with Satan, Father. We have unity in the oneness of Christ, Father. So we choose to be in unity for those believers that have confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior and living for him, which is the word of God. Father, we thank you for helping us. We thank you for your mercy and love. In Jesus' name, amen. You can contact us, folks, at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.